We are live. Yeah. <laughs> it is the Ramon Foster Show starring the one, the only big ragu in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I feel like I need a monster truck show echo. That's me doing it right there. Did you hear that yell right there, DK? Ramon Foster. Uh, uh, <laughs> man, you remember I told you last week I had a big old week, man, coming to Pittsburgh for the first time for a Steelers game. Yeah, yeah. My school honored me for like a um, Legend of the Fall. Yes. Uh, uh, so I was in there talking to people. You want to know what I got? What'd you get? You want? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. How is this not in my possession? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that. big boys don't get stuff like this, DK. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm and look, hey, wow, yeah, <laughs> I was excited about that, man. That was big time right there, DK. I was all over that, man. It was like early Christmas receiving something like oh. that. That was real cool. That oh. was real cool. That is so so nice. Uh, Joe Yenzer appreciates it. Uh, yeah, Stephen appreciates it. That's that's good good stuff. Let's have some. Uh, Let's have some bell action. We got any? Let's have some bell there? action. Let's let's get this thing going because we beat everybody in too. DK, we sure did. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. You ready? All right, let's mm-hmm. rock. Good. That was good. All right, and we are ready for the Ramon Foster Show. We're going to spend today talking about Steelers versus Packers. That is a 1.02 p.m. kickoff Sunday at Akershore Stadium. It's one of those games that you'd really like to be able to handle, right, Moan? Is Is that a fair way of saying it without talking like you're looking past anybody or anything like that? What's the line there for, for, for you as an athlete? What's that line there, you know? What's the line of uh, of looking forward to something? Well, it's looking this too. Looking forward to or looking past, you know? Looking past. Should is, be. Looking past is the key word, right, DK? Uh, so it's fascinating, man. I will say this. Looking past the team, you don't do it because at least on the trenches, O-line, D-line, and maybe linebacker too, you can't look past the physicality of every single play, right? It's not possible. You're going to have to be active on every single play. I, I can't speak for the running backs, wide receivers, quarterbacks, and stuff like that. I will say the only variable, DK, as far as looking past somebody is, if you're facing a team that's 2-13, and 13, that makes it kind of hard for you to get up for because you know they are bad, but they can still beat us. Like, And those teams that are bad like that, you get to a certain point of the game, and then you know they're going to shut it down. That's just a loser's mentality on where they are as a squad. But you never look past anybody, though, in those moments. This Green Bay team ain't a bad team. I, they got some really good players, DK. They do. Three and five doesn't signify them just being a bad squad to me, not even a little bit. They can score points. Their defense is good. It seems to me their issues may be turnover, lack of consistency, like the teams that are in that position, and they can battle back out of three and five like it's nothing, though, too, DK. You think that much of them, really? I do. Because, I'm a little surprised here. Well, there is to me, it's, there, it, it's the, 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 the Cowboys in this movie. 
Okay. It's they got some players. Okay. They do. And I don't want to say, hey, I see them projecting up and all that. I don't see them projecting up. But when you tell me Kenny Clark is out there, okay? All right? Devontae Wyatt is a very solid guy. Preston Smith is one of the best ones out there doing it. Quay Walker, middle linebacker, Rashawn Gary is a very solid player, okay? Jair Alexander, one of the best defensive uh, uh, backs in the entire game. We can admit that, right? Mm-hmm. So it ain't a factor of them being just totally bad. Offensively, yeah, they got some questions. Got to figure out that offensive line. They hadn't been able to get Bakhtiari in for a while. Runyon's very nice, too. And they got some wide receivers that are solid enough. And then a running game is good. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, dudes. Yeah, they, yeah are. they are. Yeah. You know, so if you play around with that team, DK, they can beat you. Now, again, when you got a young quarterback, right, as far as Jordan Love go, him trying to figure out if he's going to be a long-term starter and, 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 you say all those types of things, don't let a team like this stick around. This team can beat the team in Pittsburgh, DK. Ain't no other way around it. Okay. I, I just I, – I'm always marveling at the the idea, and it's, it's so commonly expressed in public that, oh, yeah, they're just going to look past them, look past them, and it's just – yeah, it, but there, like you say, there is a human element to it as well. You know, whenever you're facing, well, we told the story recently. We're not going to tell it again <laughs> about about heading to a certain mistake on the lake when that team was owing forever. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and it, DK. And, it, and it's it's different. You know, the uh, the Norseman tells us of his pain. He says, "I always have to stay up till six a.m." to watch the show live and it's worth it every time that right that you guys say that type of stuff Norseman, you got to tell us where you are because i'm trying to figure that out here time wise yeah 6 a.m would put them where 6 a.m in the other direction is that all it's not not europe it's norseman you think scandinavia is that like russia area like uh, australia is that what we're talking about yeah, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for it to come back Norse, in. Too. Norseman, you got to let us know about this. Eric comes in with with five. New Zealand or Australia. Oh, okay. Well, we definitely have our viewers in New Zealand and Australia. That's for sure. Yeah. Man, and I, I want to go there, Moan. That's my, that's my last real bucket list. Australia? I've been all over the world. I haven't been to either New Zealand or Australia, and it is a, it is a real problem for me. I got to get out a little bit more then, DK. I mean, my summers and 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 going around, I got to see different places. Australia is one of those places I'm intrigued by. Oh, but yeah. they got uh, social media ruined stuff for people. You want to know how? Go they ahead. Show pictures of those big old wolf spiders that are as big as my friggin' hand. Oh. And I'm like, if I go to sleep in a hotel room, <laughs> you see that wolf spider. spider I'm going to lose my mind, DK. I might burn down the entire building if I see something like that. Oh, no. I told you, social media is ruined stuff that people would enjoy usually, right? Yep. Thanks to Eric for the gifts. Luke asks if Cam's going to be okay. Cam Hayward is going to play. And Landon Roberts is going to play. They're both a little bit, you know, whatever. They're football players. Uh, Minka Fitzpatrick will not play. Montrevious Adams will not play. These are important players. Nobody who's watching this show needs me to tell them. So they're going to have to do some overcoming on the defensive side of the football. But good news in that that you'll have Cam uh, and Elandon out there, especially Elandon. No, not that Elandon's more important than Cam. It's just (laughs) Elandon, the week after you lose Cole Holcomb, you didn't want to be down to, 
you know, one no. regular starting inside linebacker. Or, or having to overly depend upon Mark Robinson. Much as I love Mark, Mark going to have to show us a little something, DK, right? It's all right yes. to kind of say that. He's going to have to show us a little something. And he's looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, he is. He's 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 excited about, well, excited is not the word. He's not that guy. You've met him. <laughs> eager, 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 right? He's, he's eager. He's, he's quietly eager. Mm-hmm. Okay. We got an answer, too, from Nordsman. You Did you find it? I started, if you want to go and find it, DK. I, I, I will. You started? Okay. Uh, the boss wants to point what? out that that's just in the last 30 days. Yeah. Hey, you guys are legit. That right there is a boss flex. That's, that's what she's, a flex. That's what she's doing there. She also points out that to become one yourself, to become a member, to unlock all of your various emojis, which we're going to be adding some new ones soon, make sure you click dkps.net slash join. That doesn't mean on this video. You have to put it up in your URL, dkps.net slash join. Join and where did you did you find this moan? Go ahead and put it up. What's that for Norseman? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Man. Oh here he, he is. Through. Yeah, you got it. Oh South Korea, you had to consider going that far north, but yeah, South Korea, that's big time right there. DK, look at Norseman dropping all the. I'm I'm in South Korea. I'm actually from South Africa. South Africa. He, he drops all of the various flags on us there. Man, I, I love that type of stuff too. And I always forever say I did my 23andMe, the genetic makeup to where they can tell you where you're from regionally. It is very fascinating, man. If y'all hadn't ever done that, I know a lot of people probably think, well, hey, I'm from America. Or, hey, I'm only from Pittsburgh. No, you'd be shocked to see where your genetics will uh, actually take you to, man. Mine is Irish. Um, I got some some Native American. It's a lot of stuff in me, but mostly West African, though. When you're overseas, anywhere, um, and you if somebody asks you where you're from, how do you answer? American. You say, not, you say American. Yeah. See, I always give the city because I'm just that guy. Because <laughs> you know what happens. Are you, know you what really? Happens? What? Yeah. And, and and I'm telling you right now. Any number of people are going to start putting up in the comments here. They're going to finish my sentence for me, okay, because they know exactly what's going to happen here. You're in a cab. Somebody picks you up and say, where are you from? And I say, Pittsburgh. And they go, Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah, my wife just did it. She's overseas. <laughs> it's incredible. It's like we have a, we have a last name for ourselves yeah. everywhere you go around the world. That's that very is true. what happens, you know? That's very true. I, I could see that being the case. You, you make a valid point right there. Say the state or city that gives a little bit more of a relation to it. Yep. Don't say, don't say Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Don't say Pittsburgh in America. Just say Pittsburgh. Hmm. That makes sense. And, and, it, and it absolutely works. Uh, S4000 comes in and says he's, from, uh, he, he's also from West Africa. I, I would you wish you guys would get more specific with this stuff. Have you been to Africa yet, Moan? Have not. It's on my list too. It's it's got to be. I, I was I was I was young, and I was I spent three months over there. My father was an ambassador oh, wow. uh, in, in in Tanzania and Kenya, and you know what? You can you can live, uh, you know the you know whatever normal city life and whatever, and it's not all that different if you're in a Nairobi or a Dar es Salaam. But man, once you once you embark. Yeah, it, and you're out in the yeah you're you're out in the in the in the safaris and so forth and whatever. It does not take long to find real Africa. Oh, um, really? Never forget it, and would love to go back. You know, one thing that I've grown to see and just realize too, DK, 
is, uh, and I saw somebody put this up somewhere, the depiction of how big Africa is. Yeah. Is, <laughs> the maps a, don't do it justice. No, no. It is like, what is it, two, three times bigger than like what the United States is, like five times bigger than the United States is in size that is, DK? Mm-hmm. That is fascinating, man. Yeah, that's on my bucket list for sure. Definitely. Uh, Frank knows how to get himself on the bad list around here. Frank says, that's why we are the world's team. Tell him, DK. Do I storm out now? No, don't storm out. It's Friday. Okay. It's fast right, Friday. Cool. Yeah. See, look, Frank. You want to see something? Look outside my window here. You know what that is out there? That's Pittsburgh. You know who the Steelers belong to? Tell us. That would be Pittsburgh. Don't take it from me. Take it from the chief. Yeah. Because as he told Pete Rozelle, the former NFL commissioner, when he tried to label the Steelers America's team, he said, Pete, we're not America's team. We're the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> North side accent and all. It doesn't get much better than that, does it, DK? James Hayes wants to know if I'm African-American. Only in my vibe. Ask Moan. Yeah, DJ, DK got a little soul to him. Yeah, a little soul to him. I, the only word that I can't say properly is dog. Dog. <laughs> See? I can't do that. DK can't say dog. Got the dog in him. <laughs> See, I say dog like the canine, and it doesn't work. It doesn't, man. You got to add a little bit more flavor than that, DK. You got. <laughs> by the way, you go in the, inside the shop too, DK uh, Pittsburgh Sportsman. You got the tunes in there. I was just like, DK, you got a whole vibe in here. I don't know who's selecting the playlist. I'm guaranteeing it's your son or or, or your daughter or Dolly. It's definitely not you, DK. Mm -hmm. But the tunes were right inside the uh, studio. Dolly squirming back there. I don't know what that means. There's definitely a vibe in here for sure. <laughs> Except on Abba Day. It was like, we have an Abba Day. Abba Day? What is Abba Day? Well, Abba Day. A day in which you play Abba. Oh, Abba. The art. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You don't, you don't have an Abba Day in your world? Don't have a... I have a Young Jeezy Day or Jay-Z Day. Uh-huh. Does that work? Jacob says times have changed. More Steelers fans outside of Pittsburgh than in Pittsburgh. Who do the Steelers belong to? That Pittsburgh. is the question. They belong to the city of Pittsburgh. Everyone yeah. else is welcome to support them and root them on and whatever else. And it's beautiful and former whatever else here. But do not call them somebody else's team. They are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Just like they are the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Pittsburgh Pirates and the latter one has been true for 143 years. Uh, Norseman says, one day I will walk into that store. I don't know if I'm more excited for meeting DK or my first Steelers game. You, trust me, you're more excited for the football. Man, y'all are way too nice, man. I love that, DK. That's some cool stuff, man. You're an item now. You know that, right? I don't know what that means because I can't pronounce dog properly. Yeah, you, you pronounce it dog. See, like, watch this, like atomic dog. Dog. Says Jay, yeah. but see, Jay can do it. Jay can even do it in print, and I can't. That's I can't even type it. You got to throw a look. Ah, and yeah, see, look, at this, look at this one. Look at dog. Dog. Nah, you want to see what happens? Watch this. More, go ahead. Watch what happens. I'm going to type D A W G, and I'm going to put it on the screen, and watch what happens. <laughs> Corrects it. Watch. I I typed D A W G. And it shows that. 
Like, do you know how uncool you have to be for that to happen to you? Yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty significant, DK. We we got to get you cleaned up, man. We got to throw a little bit more season salt around. Guys, you, we man. have a, a significant football topic to get into in the Hey Moan segment. We're gonna do that. We do. We're gonna do that right after this. Right after we, we, uh, the which segment? Right after I tell people we're gonna get you some Hennessy, some lemon pepper wings, DK, and some Timberland boots. That's what we're gonna do. How about I that? Used to, I used to have Timberland boots. I'm one third of the way toward becoming African American. <laughs> there you go, right? It is. It is. <laughs> we'll be right back, everybody. Some Air Force Ones. Hey, now, you know how you're talking. Some Air Force Ones. We got you, DK. <laughs> hey, Moni's coming up next, man. <laughs> At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. Chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports. Coverage that connects. All right, we are going to get started with a Haymon segment in earnest, and we have the question of the day. Uh, it's a conversation that uh, we're we're ready to talk about uh, on a lot of levels here. Uh, T. Reed comes in and says, "Hey, Moan, do you see Chuksakora for making it back into the starting lineup for the Steelers aside from injury?" And you know what 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 T. Reed's asking. Absolutely. Can we go to the uh, show prep and tell them what happened last night? We had Absolutely. a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, I gave, I, I gave Moan a call last night. I needed to talk to him. I wanted yeah. to talk to him about Chooks. And I, some of the stuff that I felt that I was seeing, hearing, and reading that was unfair. And, uh, you know, so yeah. it, it ended. I ended up doing – I wrote a column about it today. And I hope that sets the record straight for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, this is not some bad dude. No, he's never been a bad dude. He's a guy that don't talk a lot. And if you know him, you know why. He's a guy that uh, probably athleticism comes super easy to him. Right, DK? Like I told you. A little you, too he, easy sometimes, he, yeah. He could probably dunk effortlessly. You'd say that, wouldn't you, DK? He'd probably <laughs> be think, like. He could bend the pole down to dunk. That's what I'm yes. saying. Like, that's just him, man. Chooks is easy come, easy go type of guy sometimes. And what he said wasn't anything anti-teammate. It wasn't and it wasn't anything race-baiting. I heard people saying that, right, DK? It's like, mm -hmm. there was none of those things. It was in no. the spirit of competition and what his response was. And in that, it just didn't sit right with the big man, Coach Tomlin, okay? You get that. You got a team to run and what you accept and don't accept, and that's what it was. Words came out of his mouth, and from my understanding, DK, he stood tall in the locker room waiting for anybody in, to ask him yes. a question about it. He mm -hmm. ain't running from this. He's not been a bad teammate. He's not a guy that's a cancer to the team. It's just that he had a, 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 a surreal professional moment. Do I see Chooks getting back into the lineup? Here's the thing that we know, too. Injuries come at a premium. They, they're high in the NFL. I don't know where it's going to come from. Somebody might go down and he could get back in. Okay, Brodrick may actually struggle and he may go in. Okay, Dan Moore may actually struggle and he may go in. What you have right now is probably the best trio of offensive tackles in the league because Chooks is standing behind him on the sideline. And that was the same thing for Brodrick Jones, too. Do I see him getting back into the lineup to answer that question, DK? Unless something happens, that's where I see it happening. I think we all know that the future is Broderick Jones and I don't know who the other guy is, 
whether that be Dan Moore, whether that be Chooks, or whether they go find somebody else. But it's Broderick Jones and it's up to Chooks to figure out what he's going to do. Again, he's not a bad teammate. I see Ron Leiter said Chooks makes too much money to sit. $8 million a year is not a lot of money for a, for a tackle in that league. It's mm-hmm. not. You guys have grown acceptable to a backup quarterback making 8 to $12 million a year. Nobody ever bats an eye at that. You got to put the best 53 on the field. You just do. Yes. You just do. Uh, Jonathan says, I didn't like the alternate explanation that Chooks was complaining about the same run plays. Jonathan, there's no alternate explanation. Moan, tell him. There isn't. Absolutely not, man. This is as black and white as it gets. No, he he said he said what he said. He you know it was you know near the end of the game. He didn't want to, uh, you know, he it was not smart. Okay, I mean he he put himself in a position where, you know, you have to at some point or other in your life make sure that what's up here doesn't always make it to here or to here when you're typing or whatever it is. Am I right, Moan? So and, some- and, and 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 he. He blurted out. He, he didn't let fe- this come yeah, out of there. That's it. Okay. It had nothing to do with same running plays or anything else. It has no. everything to do with what's already been explained. You know, it, it, he was in a situation where he was frustrated. They were frustrated. A really tough loss. Lost to a quarterback. You start out at the two-yard line. You see 98 yards in front of you. There's a buck 52 on the clock. You're not You're not you're feeling not like, what am I doing here? And whatever else. And it it... it it comes out, and the coach reacts the way. Which, I, by the way, I don't blame Mike Tomlin. I really don't. Yeah, either. and and it's right here with Josh. Then we are all human. I hope this Every is what one it of is. Us has done this. Yep. We've all, whether it be to our spouses, our kids, our bosses, our friends, we've all said something up here, thought something up here, and it actually came out. And that's essentially what it was too. And I'm I'm with you. Like, there's a lot of variables in it. Right? Mitch is also is in also like. There was what he said to be real with you, DK. wasn't wrong to think it. You can't say it. Have it cross your mind. I would say. I, I would say that if you're talking about ten points and a minute fifty-two, there's it's a non-zero chance of winning that game. Okay, yeah. it's not zero. Yeah. And Moan, you tell me. You ever been in a position where you're out there with? just that much time on the clock and that yardage and you thought to yourself that nah, we're done let's just get out of here i told somebody asked that question the other day what is but it what's like worse this, a though, blowout mm-hmm. you remember some, some a blowout or a tight loss the blowout suck because i'm trying to make it to next week so that we can regroup and figure something else out right dk when yeah. is when you're dead in the water it's just like god dog we still gotta go play and and i ain't defending it because I, I feel like my, my filter is enough to not actually uh, come out of my mouth, even though I'll say some dumb stuff anyway, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Um, the thought wasn't wrong, and everybody's had those thoughts. Like, golly, let's just get up out of here. Now, Steven says, there's a lot of this you know, today, too. Do you believe that they were looking for any reason at all to get Broderick Jones in the lineup? Uh, Moan, how many people does Mike Tomlin have to check with to get Broderick Jones in the lineup if he wants I mean, honestly, just himself. He's going to alert you what he's <laughs> about to do. Yeah. He's going to tell you he, what he's about to do. He, he, he doesn't need to, He doesn't need an excuse. He doesn't need a, a crutch to walk on. He All he has to do is walk in there and say, hey, you, kid, you're starting this week. Yeah. So, Chooks, so you're having a seat. That's it. He doesn't need to manufacture some crisis. 
so we we've opened up a little bit of a Pandora's box, and I'm okay with this too because we can address a lot of stuff with this DK. A little bit of coin says, so it's time to go to bench George Pickens for similar behavior at Tukes. Here's the thing: benching all comes down to your, what's behind you too. Like he know he had that option. I don't think this was a point to make him seem like he was trying to make that option, but I think a shakeup was going to happen one way or the other on the offensive line. It was going to happen. Yeah, we have a couple people say, aren't you going to just say that? Listen, it, the, the article's up. Do you not read the site? Do you not D- read the website? DK has the article up. On top of that, I linked to the article right underneath uh, right underneath the daily shot today. And uh, I'm not going to. Yeah. Uh, Chooks filter broke. This is the best thing you're going to see. It, yeah. Yeah. George, yes. That's exactly what it's it, it was. all it was. And, and can we? This ain't, I feel like we're almost defending. Oh, I'm defending them. I'm going to defend them a little bit. Everybody's been in that con- and been in that boat before, whether it's personal or whether it's professional. Man, I don't feel like doing whatever. Man, this sucks. Or whatever the case may be, this sucks may be what triggers somebody else. And we've all had those moments. Again, Dana read it earlier, okay? Uh, and, and it comes down to just <clears throat> simply wrong place, wrong time, wrong words, DK. Everybody probably felt that way. He probably had 11 people on the field. Seven of them probably felt the same way that he did. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people reference that they did read the article, and I see other people, you know, like, wow, you expect me to read an article? Who writes an article? Who reads anymore? (laughs) That's still what I do for a living. I'm sorry. I'm not apologizing for that. That's what I do for a living. I promise you, it's it's a great read. Yeah, this this one time we're gonna make you work. How about, how about that? How about this? Jonathan says I'm rooting for all three tackles. It sucks that any of them have to sit if they don't deserve it. Steelers have three tackles, and as Moan just said, that's unusual. But that's also and the word Moan always uses in this in this context, luxury. Luxury. It is a luxury, man. Again, uh, somebody's gonna have to get put in somewhere. Maybe it's one of those moments in the game where mm-hmm. Pat's not back and Chuk has to be the extra offensive lineman. I feel like we've already seen that. In that uh, Tennessee Titans game, anyway, Chooks was already – well, he went in as the extra tight end. I, and I'll say this, too. This ain't the last time that Chooks will play or start in the NFL either. Now, Jay Freeman comes in with a $20 contribution. We were talking about you on the phone last we night, did, too. Jay Freeman. <laughs> you Jay came up, Freeman. my brother. You did, man. And we appreciate you more than just that. You guys tune in every single day. Jay Freeman says, I don't know who's funnier. You guys are the chat. Pittsburgh, Jesus, Black Air Force Ones. <laughs> Go Steelers, he said. We're just talking here. That's all. We're having a good time with y'all. Hit the like button if you haven't done that. The reason that we ask for that is it's not like, you know, ooh, look at us. You have a bunch of likes. What happens is that the show gets a higher algorithm. It gets shown to more people in their recommended viewing list, which, by the way, is how about 70% of you have found out about this show according to the data, just because it shows up in that right stack uh, on your can, desktop. Can we make a promise, though, to the folks that are already here, though? I think we got mm. close to 600 in here. If this does grow and go big time, DK, we stay the same. We stay the same. Okay. We stay the same. We, we got to do that. Uh, we we need to make sure that everybody else in here, they're all going to get big heads, too, because they become like really big stars. 
They do, man. You and know, speaking of a big, what's going to happen to Ryan Lytle? He's going to be like, he's going to be like signing autographs here. Absolutely, DK. I, I got to ask a question to our, our 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 chat. DK, is this one right here? After they hit the like button, Stiller Wade said, "I removed the lifer off a of prison yard for words he said." I love to know what that means. Meaning, Whoa. did he get out? Or no, 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 no. I like that. Hang on a second. I we'll try to put piece this put one that. together. Put that back up. Where was that? I removed, I removed the lifer. a lifer off a of prison yard. Okay, so a lifer, somebody obviously who's in for life. Yep. Okay. I removed off a prison yard. Like, come with me? <laughs> the, oh, no. SWS going to have to tell us, man. man. I need to know what that means, I don't DK. know about that. Alfonso Gonzalez with a contribution. Thomas Kowalczyk. We haven't heard from for a while. Also comes in with a contribution. And says, "Hey, Moan, is there a reason the offensive line doesn't rotate to stay fresh like other positions? Seems like with three good guards, they could do so without a drop off." I pass this one over to you, Mister Foster. Your favorite subject: rotating the offensive line. Thomas, great friggin' question. Okay, uh, <laughs> what you don't do is interchange those guys. Because the angles and how somebody plays has to be the same. Marquise knew what I did. I knew what Al needed. I uh, Al knew what I needed, okay? That's how it works. Five working as one is much better than trying to fit five, I mean, six or seven dudes in. There is no cohesion in that. Like, what we're asking of this offensive line, can they get it together? Can they become one? Five working as one. It's the only group on the field where five individuals have to work at one. D-line, they can mess up and still make a play. O-line, you can't. Wide receiver, you can mess up and make a play. Linebacker, you can hit the wrong gap and make a play. That group has to know each other. That group got to grow together with one another, too. Whether it happens fast or it happens over time, like we're expecting this group to have, but it's too many different bodies that need to work as one to be interchanging guys. Well, we got all kinds of detectives here trying to figure out what happened in, to the prison yard. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah, I ain't got What's a clue. Toothbrush did what? <laughs> I have no idea what any of this means. Yeah. But we did gather that Wade is a prison guard. That much we did figure out, we right? We did figure that out. Yeah. Um, that's going to be fascinating, DK, whenever. Vegas just goes right past everything, straight to homicide. He wouldn't have put that in there, Vegas TJG. Come on, man. What you got going on? Phil's no better. <laughs> Phil, he killed him. With Sent him to solitary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. This is a great name right here. Steelers and Salsa. Man, he rushed them on the yard and they probably went to the shoe. I'm guessing it's solitary. The shoe? Uh, well, yeah. We're learning a lot today here. <laughs> he definitely just killed him. Y'all stop saying he killed him, man. No, we did not do that, man. Oh, I don't know, man. This show just got really, really dark all of a sudden. You know? Yeah, he, I did. He cleverly, he says he cleverly used words to hide it. Yeah, cleverly by putting them on a YouTube chat. Yeah, no. Well, because uh, no one will see it there. Yeah, we definitely don't see it there, DK. Um, Martin, <laughs> are you trying to bring us so, back? <laughs> I'm trying to bring us back, DK. You are a fierce Friday. That's what you got going. Oh, DK, I was a convict. Okay, now I'm really confused. Still, you don't have to write a book, DK. You can't How'd invite you him it? into What's the that show. Mean if you took him off the yard for saying something, and what did this have to do with 
with poor chooks. He had loose lips, I guess, DK. I don't know. Maybe the chat is more right than we thought. This is turning into football to absolutely like murder mysteries right now. And I, I'm going to be real with you. I kind of like it. Yeah, Adventures in the Dark says, I was looking at old pictures of Moan, and that is not the same person. Who is this imposter? Are you talking about this guy? That guy right there. If y'all didn't realize, I had a big weekend last week. My university gave me my own figurine. I'm so proud of this, man. This is some real cool stuff. Oh, and they put the, my fraternity on the back, too. It's only oh, the second cold. time he's shown it. It is. Now, I'll show it again, DK, in the, in the bonus material, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have to take a special time out here for Rochelle coming Rochelle. in with the, the 50 uh, gift memberships. We did mention you last night in the same we phone did. conversation in the same context that we've got some people that are just doing some breathtaking generosity. That said, can never say this enough. Every one of them is valued equally. You know, right. some, some are capable of giving more, some do, some, you know, this, every one of them is valued equally, such as, I don't MT even see it up. MT it uh, up. Yeah, I don't remember seeing MT it up here before, but it comes yeah. in with a $10 contribution brand new. Thank you, guys, man. DK, they talking about subpoenas now in the chat and every doggone thing, dog. Uh, now we think it's Kenny from South Park. <laughs> Felony Fridays says Kenny. Fel- supposed to be Rapid Fire Fridays, and you people dragged us into this gutter. Look at this. This isn't on us. No, it does not on us. Somebody come at us with football, and we'll do football. Cat Manada tries here. He says, being at the Bears game made me really appreciate where our current team is. Oh, Cat Manada come went on. to the Bears game. He did. Dude. I think he said he's from Chicago, even though he was in Pittsburgh he, last weekend. That doesn't matter. That that doesn't that's that doesn't help him man get through a Bears game. Hey, look, you know? you, you you go to a NFL game any opportunity you can, DK. Hey, Cat Man, once again, nice to meet you last weekend. But here's the thing, though, too, that those were bad teams. Like I, even Bryce Young, somebody in the chat asked that earlier. Do I feel sorry for him because you know everybody making an excuse about a bad OC, bad ownership, bad team, and stuff like that? You got to understand where players are at and the teams they're put on, you go number one overall, DK. What does that usually mean? The team you're going to? Oh, they usually horrible. suck. Yeah. yeah. The, team time. Is, <laughs> the team is horrible, man. So uh, I ain't going to say I feel bad for him, but I understand if he's had some frustration and as bad as that group is last night, like quarterbacks are throwing the ball high, low, they're rolling out, throwing with power into the dirt. It was ugly football last night, man, and somebody had to win. Ghost Town, what do you mean by you people? I mean, you people who hijacked the show. Hey, exactly what we with mean, With your okay? prison yard shenanigans. <laughs> I know what's going on here. <laughs> See what I'm Lyle saying? Points out, Lyle points out that the Bears won as if anyone here is going to say, oh, yeah, that's right. Give props to the Bears. Yeah, no, nah, that was bad, man. Uh, still is and solid. Love you guys. It's fun. I love the show. Everyone is hilarious. See? See what I'm saying? We're going to do this show however you guys say we need to do this show. Love it. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So it is Rapid Fire Friday, and we can take some rapid fire questions here if you guys have any on actual football or if you want to just continue with this frivolity. Uh, You know, Michael Walden comes in and and mentions that it's, uh, you know, happy Veterans Day and thank you to all the service members past and present. That applies. to service members past, to be specific, as any as any veteran will correct you. Alejandro and, always did. 
And we're on that note, we have the best question that we're going to get uh, all day. It's right here from Polly, who says, Hey, Moan, Veterans Day. Some yeah. Steelers like Rocky Blyer, Andy Russell, John Banisak being military. Can we salute them with a good Al story? I Let's got one. Good Al story. I got his first combat one. I'll never tell that one. Um, the first combat situation for Al. Whew. I'll always preface any Alejandro story anytime I talk about my army ranger friend, teammate, buddy, uh, shenanigans have her man by saying Al wasn't, and we respect everybody who's a part of the service, right? DK, whatsoever. I don't care if you were behind the desk, drill sergeant, uh, Pete, it don't matter what you did, medic don't matter, but Al was actually in it on the ground. Uh, with his own squad. Captain. I, was in, I was in combat. I was in combat and wanted it that way. Al could have simply just went in and did his thing, but no, he went and became an Army Ranger too. He said his, uh, his last mission, I'm going to probably leave some detail out and stuff like that, uh, but his last mission, I've always wondered why Al get on the plane and his knuckles get white, like white, white at times, okay? Uh, he's nervous. Uh, and He's talked about it before too. But his last mission, and he was about to leave out, they had those big, what are they, Blackhawks? <clears throat> helicopters. The helicopters, yeah. Where he, what you don't understand about Afghanistan and the Middle East is very mountainous, right? And those missions that they have are in the mountains sometimes, too. And uh, mo- majority of the time. Majority, it's yeah. Valleys. Mm-hmm, yeah it's, right. it's valleys and mountains and stuff like that. He said one of the reasons why he gets nervous is they had to call in the helicopter to come get him. They're sitting for hours. And one finally shows up, and they see not a peep. Nobody's around whatsoever. Said where he was, the helicopter couldn't land because it's slanted on a friggin' hill, mountain. Said the helicopter tried to position itself. Not a soul in sight, DK. Soon as they start to load up on the helicopter and start to take off, fire. And the helicopter has, like, missiles coming at them, gunfire coming at them. They got to sideways, up and down to finesse themselves out of that region because they were literally under fire, man. So he, uh, in those moments, and I'm I'm sure it's gotten better. He found ways to cope with being on airplanes to take off and stuff. But that up, down, side to side stuff, he said, has always kind of bothered him in those moments. And it was never, even for people who are close to Al, uh, you know, let alone someone like me that would see him, you know, a couple times a week. Uh, easy to get anything out of Al on this subject. This was not somebody who was walking around boasting, look at me. No. He hates, I ain't going to say he hates, but he doesn't really understand the guys that walk through the airport at times with their uniforms on. It's actually, uh, you're not actually supposed to do that. Um, He was indifferent. He's uh, yeah right, and and you don't need to do it to to get a to get a seat. You know, people are going to give that to you anyway. The airlines give it to you. I, I've seen in all the traveling that I do, just a casual passenger will just get up right out of a first class seat and say, "You sit here, or whatever." You sit here. Um, Anderson Moore comes in with, "Hey Moen, what was your biggest challenge when you first became a starter in the NFL? The single toughest uh, thing as a starter? Note, as a note starter. the the the, the, uh, the qualifier there. Uh, one more thing. So he said, by far some of the best grapes he's ever had because that area, because of the way the oceans and rivers are, is yeah. very fertile." It has the best soil ever. Some You're the, talking about Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Now? He wow, said, we are Don't, having a show. He said it's by far the best fruit he's ever had in his life. And he said some of the best fried chicken 
he's ever had was in Afghanistan. Crazy. See, and all, all you know, Afghanistan for growing is 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 poppies and opium, right? Poppies and opium. He's like by far some of the best fruit he's ever had in his life. That's because of the mountainous area and that yeah, yeah, good yeah. fertile land come through. But Anderson, now we're back on track. Grace uh, in Afghanistan is going to pull us back on track. It is. <laughs> uh, what, what was my biggest challenge when I be first first became a starter? Keeping it. Finding how I become consistent. Um, not looking over my shoulder every single time. And then not from at the end of the season going into the next season. How do I keep this frigging job? That was my biggest challenge. How do I stay consistent? Right? Because I'm going to mess mm -hmm. up. But mm -hmm. if I'm above the line, hey, you're going to go play ball. And then at the end of the season, going into the next year, how do I keep this frigging job? Don't, that's the biggest challenge you're going to have, Anderson. Mike Jones says, uh, hey, Moan, did Al ever tell you how it felt for him to be a Raisin? <laughs> no, he didn't. He never told us that. By the way, for people who are new, Raisins are also the Baltimore Ravens, Okay. Uh, but with that being said, he never said he according just said this to my though, wife in her third language. Uh, according yes. <laughs> to Dolly, uh, he said they probably have some of the hardest practices he's ever been a part of in his life. So hardball just grinds you down, and which is also one of the reasons why you see Baltimore some of the time having those training camp, uh, mini camp injuries in practice. He's like, they he was like, it's almost absurd with what they do at times. John Gowan points out that. Freaking helicopters are magnets for RPGs and, and machine gun fire. Helicopters are so commonly associated with some of the worst stuff that happens yeah. uh, in, in, in modern combat. Uh, you just constantly hear stuff about helicopters. So I can see why he would feel the way he does. Uh, speaking of Al and the Raisins, <laughs> Baltimore always has the most injuries, says Brad. How might we connect these two concepts, Moan? The practices. Yeah. You remember they had a few practices docked, I think, a year or two ago from um, OTAs and minicamp because mm -hmm. they were reported as going like they were having full padded practices uh, pretty much in the springtime. That's not allowed. Uh, Steven has an outstanding question for you, Moan. He says, along with the physical aspect of football, did you do anything to help yourself with the mental side, whether it's books, podcasts, seminars, uh, people that you dealt with uh, on on campus. I'm thinking campus because I'm thinking all that stuff happens in St. Vincent. <laughs> Anything to increase your personal development? Uh, conversation, usually. Engagement, all the with, time. With? Uh, with Al, with, with, with Pounce, with Dave, with my coaches, uh, Kev, often. Troy. Troy. Troy, yes, that Troy. Was gonna, like, gonna help you out there. <laughs> Troy, all those dudes. Like, and even now, the the random conversations I have on my wife. If I'm on my phone, I'd much rather read subtitles or read the paragraph underneath something as opposed to actually hearing something. I want to be engaged. DK, I'll tell you, this right here is to your point one of those moments. Being vocal, attentive. Uh, Munch, who played in the old era when they pretty much had soft helmets. I joke, but. There's this app called Peak that that trains your brain, that you know stimulates your mind, uh, and that's why I'm, I, I try to say to myself a little bit too: stay above and on top of your mental, so that you don't deteriorate. Those dudes that go into those dark closets, yeah, they usually DK right, lose mm -hmm. everything. Man, got to communicate here, Doctor Shadow. We're staying on this theme kind of today here. Doctor yeah. Shadow's always got such good questions. Hey, Moan. Which teammate's departure affected you the most? 
Willie and it ain't even close. Willie Cologne. Why and it this? ain't even close because Why one, I took his job essentially. Well, he got let go because I ended up moving in this spot. Oh. Uh, but the way he mentored me and family, like we used to go to his house for Thanksgiving or Christmas, always open, shows you the ropes, young fella, Razor. Yeah, that's what he called me, Razor Ramon, Razor. Like mm. that's my brother. Willie leaving was just like that was when we knew, oh, it's our show now. When he left the building, it was like, Excuse me, DK, but damn it, we got to grow up. It's very different. And I think that's in any workplace, in any walk of life. When there's somebody who's had such a powerful yeah. presence there and they're not there, you just look around. That can sometimes happen with a, you know, like a death in the family or something. And you just look around and go, um, dang, like now it's on me? Really? Yes, DK. <laughs> and, and to that point, to defend these this young group real quick. They didn't have that transition that we had. Willie played with us for a couple years. It's Chooks and a bunch of new guys or young guys in that room, and even the offensive side of the ball, too. We got, what do you want to call it, brokered in lightly. This group got thrown into the fire because of COVID and everything else, too. There's no excuse for performance or lack of points, but Willie uh, Willie leaving the building was like, God, dog, yeah, I'll miss his feet. <laughs> I don't miss his feet. Don't miss his feet it's at all. the cheapest, easiest laugh we could have on this. That's show. my brother, man. I think they're better now. Willie Cologne's feet. How would they improve with age? They like wine? <laughs> like wine? They're what? better now, dog. <laughs> this is where this gets out of hand. It is. Anybody up for a hey moan who's in here? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Huh? You're going? I can slide over, slide over this one. I didn't know. You didn't say anything. You just sat here with me. Hello, All right, so hang on a second. Hey, hey. Do you have headphones? You can no, hear them? I do. Okay. okay, she's ready to go. Slide all the way up. This is hard time. Okay, let's have a name here, too. My name's Anna Maria, and I'm a Steelers fan, hardcore. So I have a theory about Kenny Pickett. Yeah. That each game that he goes into, he struggles reading the defense. And once he then understands that defense in game, he settle downs and can be more decisive, more effective. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, I can see that being the case where some guys get better as the game goes on. I think his nerves probably do calm down a little bit more over the course of the game. And I've been adamant, I feel like, for the last couple of weeks is saying um, I I think he does better while being up against the wall a little bit. You know, like pressure is good for Kenny. He did well at Pitt because there was pressure to perform all the time. And he's in that young guy role almost in a sense to where he's just playing that role. I think Kenny needs to step out front a little bit more. Be a guy that says, I – you guys follow me because truth be told, there is no real number one leader on the offensive side of the ball. And it's almost like Kenny is hesitating to get to that point or not. So if it's taking him a little bit more time, then I think it should as far as his play throughout the game. Let's just hope the defense can keep it close for a little while. Do you think it will change? It has to. Ain't no think. It has to because you know that, that football in the NFL is a performance-based league 
either perform one through four or you need to be trashed the entire time. Either way, we need you to be one or the other. He can't just ooze to a finish every single time. Awesome. Thank you. That was awesome right there. Welcome. Yeah, she's been here with me all the time. I didn't know she wanted to ask a question. Oh, come on, DK. You got to let it be known, man. So now now I learned. You know, we have uh, Stephen thinking he's clever here, that Willie was incredibly strong. He was. He was. You You see how that goes? Yeah, I got a good one from AJ Dub, man. This is good, DK. Go ahead, go ahead. Uh, he goes, "Hey, Mon, who snaps second team in practice? A rotation? Does QB one get snaps from the backup? Cole's on a good season trajectory. If we lack depth, does he get a rest? If we could uh, lock in a playoff, the uh, second team guy, Nate Herbig, I think is probably is going to get all the snaps. That is correct. Yes, and the quarterback one never really, I'm talking about, never really takes a snap from the backup center." There's no flow and cohesion with that one. Only time you'll see that happen is if he's really uh, about to go in the game. It doesn't really rotate like that. Nova Racer wants to know here. Actually, first we have Rob says, uh, hey, Moan, how long can we sustain winning like this? You know, is this Tomlin ball? I don't know what that means exactly. I know. Uh, Three-point victories? Uh, Yeah, three-point victories. <laughs> a dub is a dub is a dub. How long can it sustain? Uh, San Francisco 49ers showed it, it wasn't sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. You got a high-powered offense that's going up against your team. You better be able to match their points. Sometimes having a good offense is a real good defense, too. This team doesn't have that yet. So how long will it sustain? Well, it's dependent upon the opponents we have. Just being real with you, Rob. Ultimate rapid-fire fire Friday question comes from That's Bayad, who says, Hey, Moan, did a quarterback ever accidentally line up behind you for the snap? No, I never actually had that happen. That no. would have uh, been something, huh? No, absolutely not. Fasted makes sure that we take take care of uh, business on a Friday and says uh, score prediction. Let's go. Packers versus Steelers, 102 p.m. Sunday. Uh, that that defense is a little bit more stingy than you guys realize that the Packers have. Uh, they're only giving up 19.9 points a game. So this is a uh, real tough, sticky team. I say the Steelers can win this 2016. Hmm. That's kind of how I see it. Their offense ain't that great either, though, DK. 2016, 2018 is how I kind of see that. It's going to be one of those types of games for sure. If the Steelers uh, do well defensively, they maybe get a a takeaway or two with their edge rushers. Jonathan Brady says, Hey, Moan, longtime listener, watcher of you and DK. Love the show. Never miss it. This is actually my first time catching it live. That's really cool. What's up, John? John Brady? We just proved to John, by the way, because he was wondering all this time if the show was really ever live. Yeah, uh, no, it's live the entire time. It's it's been it's been exposed now. It's the truth. It has been. Take two more today. Yeah, I'm game for that. LV says, "Hey, Moan, what should the settlers do with the slot? They need to be getting more production there ASAP." Calvin Austin. <laughs> Period. Calvin Austin. Oh, settlers. Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> well, I didn't. I mean, that's the way it's written. I mean, I, I'm. I try to correct as much as I can. Yeah, the DK. settlers like Little House on the Prairie. You know, yeah. I was wondering what was going on with you, DK. What in the world, man? The Steelers put Calvin Austin in the slot. That'll alleviate something, or move, uh, or move George Pickens around a little bit more to get him in those matchups too. But that's what I'm seeing as being the answer for what they got going on in the slot. And our last one today, 
These have all come with contributions. They're all appreciated from Striper, who says, is Joey Porter Jr.'s coverage going to free Minka up to make more plays? Any effect at all? Well, it won't this weekend. Minka is out Sunday. Out. Uh, his coverage is going to help a lot of people. People can settle into roles. That's something that's always going to be the case, man, when it boils down to uh, what your team defense is. You got to remember, everybody has a role to play. Joey Porter Jr. not putting stress on those safeties as far as his coverage, knowing that that is one side of the field that I don't have to worry about. Pittsburgh ain't had that in a very long time. Not since Ike. Not, not and, and Joe, to his offense, gave a little bit of it in spurts. Joe Hayden in spurts. You know what? That's fair. I, I really should not because we. I just think of Joe Hayden's best years, and I'm sure this is probably accurate, where we're in Cleveland. But that doesn't mean he wasn't an impact player in Pittsburgh. Right, right. You know, no, like his absolutely. absolute peak, his, you know, when he was up here and people were talking about him as one of the very best in the business, that happened with the Browns. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. Alan Collins points out that Pittsburgh is known for its settlers. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> been 250 years. I got a cool one, too. It was an old player and it was a young player, too, before we sign off, DK. Uh, Brad, hey, Mo, which younger teammate made you feel old, and what did they do? Cam Sutton. And, and and it was one of those things. I watched him in college be a young guy, freshman, ju- sophomore, junior, senior, and stuff. And then he come into the league and said, man, I was born in 1995. Like, that makes you feel – I was born in 86. Yeah, different when I, decade, yeah. I started playing with dudes who were born in 98. I was like, ooh. That was those moments. Yeah. Marvin Seniors thinks 24-17 for the Steelers. So we'll see how all of that goes. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's all the time we have for today. We're going to somewhat sign off here now. Yeah, somewhat. All right. So – a related subject, what was the one band or one musical artist that made you feel old for the first time where you just said, okay, this I don't get. This is not, this is, I'm out on this. Um, I'm going to get thrown up against the wall for even saying this. Go ahead. Uh, but trying to understand why, why. People love the Beatles. That's interesting. That era of music, I understand, was great. And they came from the UK and took America by storm. Yeah. But hearing it, I can't really listen to it. I hear you. One thing that you have to see, though, is this video that they put out about the reconstruction. This is just like last week. Yeah. This song, this John Lennon song that they found on a cassette tape. What? They, they used artificial intelligence to separate his voice from this this creaky piano in the background. It's unbelievable. The video, just the making of. In fact, I'm going to put the link up in the comments after this show, okay? Yeah. First yeah. band that made me feel like old, like where I just went. And I mean, I played in a band and everything, right? Uh, you know, punk and stuff like that and whatever. Um, I'm probably not really surprised the hell out of a lot of people with that one. <laughs> but, it, but it's true. <laughs> Like Dead Kennedys, Talking Heads, Clash, whatever else. The, the one, the one that threw me was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh yeah, like they came along, and I just went like, "Oh hell, I'm old." <laughs> like I don't the funk bass and the whatever that doesn't yeah. fit with 
That doesn't fit with what I what is this? And and see, Hanover Fist makes up a point. Like first rock band, but why do people like hip hop? But because they do, they it's, believe in it. Yeah, but James is looking like I'm not a Beatles fan either. Like I understand what they did to the world by a sound they never heard. They took on American like rock and stuff like that, but I could never grab onto them. And I'll listen like Queen when Bohemian Rhapsody came out. Like I went back and listened to a good bit of Queen stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I'll go back and listen to your stuff. I've never been able to just sit there and be like, yeah, throw on the Beatles. Yeah. I just picture like now I have give it away, give it away, give it away now by yeah. chili peppers in my head. And I was just like, I just heard them and I just went and I saw a flea, really a bass player, you know, and he slapped yeah. slap bass and everything. And I'm going, all right, that's it, man. That's it. I'm, I'm, I'm checking out here. Yeah, hey man, that's my dude, man. Shout out to Seven. I, I knew he was going to end up doing something. We talked a good bit. That episode will be coming, but of course, during the season, it's kind of hard because we're doing this, right, yeah. DK? You're doing uh, a lot, yeah. <laughs> but but the Seven and Seventy Three will show up at some capacity, and I'm glad Ben did a shout out for me on the sideline, man. I was the opposition last weekend, or last Thursday. And since it's Friday, and it's his show, I get out of the way. If y'all are new, we always do this on Fridays because it's a weekend break, all right? Call somebody you hadn't talked to. Apologize. Buy a random drink for somebody. Have a random conversation. Uh, say what's up to your people, man. But at all costs, make it back to us on Monday, all right? Enjoy each other. Love each other, good people.